Five things you should know about SEO for NFT companies with Brendan All. The In Search SEO podcast is brought to you by Rank Ranger, the all-in-one SEO platform that helps skill your business through data and analytics. Hey, it's David. How different is SEO for NFT companies? That's what we're discussing today with a Singaporean digital marketing manager and blogger often based in Cambodia. He's the founder and chief blogger at brendanall.com. A warm welcome to the InSearch SEO podcast, Brendan All. Hi, guys. Hey, Brendan. Great to have you here. Of course, you can find Brendan over at brendanall.com. And that's brendanaw.com. So, Brendan, how different is SEO for NFT companies? Okay, so... I think for a start, the barrier to entry for SEO uh, for NFT companies in terms of SEO isn't very high at all because, you know, for the simple fact that majority of them don't even do it. So that, that's, what, that's the problem I have with a lot of SEO, uh, sorry, a lot of NFT companies or even crypto Web3 companies. Those Web3 companies who, you know, actually offer a service and in terms of like fintech or anything, they usually do a little bit because they have like their own company block and they do implement some sort of SEO practices. But the problem with NFT companies, they are so involved with social media marketing and generating hype and you know being so focused on community that they don't do any at all. So that, that in, in that sense, that's how different it is because a lot of times they just focus solely on social media. Okay, so it's a low bar. So perhaps it's almost like SEO from 10 years ago, like for, for, for more competitive industries. But um, we'll see, um, because today you're sharing five things to know about SEO for an NFT company. So let's find out if it's different and if so, how different. So starting off with number one, optimizing title tags, meta description URLs. Yeah, okay. So traditionally, like when you do any sort of on-page SEO, you, you would optimize your, your, you know, that particular page, especially even the homepage for, for one single keyword. So most of the time, NFT companies, they do not do that. You know, all they do is just put their brand name on, you know, as, as the keyword. And nobody's going to search that, right? Because, I mean, they only come to know about your NFT project through social media. So that's one thing they don't even do. They don't even optimize their title tags. So let's say the NFT company name and then followed by dash and then a particular, you know, topic, you know, such as what's the function of that NFT about? They don't even do that. So... That's something that I feel that a lot of NFT companies can do. Even for the meta description, you know, what is the project about? Nobody knows. A lot of them try to be fancy about it and, and come up with some cliche catchphrase or something, which nobody's actually going to be searching for anyway. So in that sense, they are not even optimizing the, the basic and the most simplest SEO you know, practices. So, I mean, where do people really find out about S, uh, NFTs, to d- dis- discover NFTs? I mean, is it still search engines like Google and um, simply people searching for that? Or are there big directories maybe that people go to in- instead? Yeah, they, so they're, they're one of the biggest uh, NFT directories is OpenSea. Have you heard about it? I haven't, no. I'm, I'm afraid I haven't dived into that market much. So not at all, not, not even familiar with the space. I, I, I'm familiar with what it is, but um, not how to optimize and, and how to market um, it, yeah. All right, so basically, the, the one of the biggest marketplace, or in fact, the biggest market NFT marketplace is OpenSea, OpenSea.com. So it's where people and any sort of individuals or companies, all they have to do is just like, you know, post a picture of their NFT and then they can sell it. But 
most um, high level, I would say, NFT companies, they usually create their own front end and then they just uh, connect it through some, you know, some code and then it, it just appears on the marketplace. So that's where people mostly come to know about NFTs. Um, it's on that marketplace, marketplace itself, on the homepage, once it gets listed. Alternatively, the other sources will come from social media, most predominantly Twitter and Reddit. So that's where you know people start to hear about a lot of different big names starting to buy into different projects or start start to invest in certain projects, and that's where you see all their names popping out across all these um, you know forums and social media platforms. So that's that's where people come to know about it, and another. A very good tool that people use is called Nansen. So think of it as like Ahrefs or SEMrush for SEO, but this is for NFTs. So this tool, Nansen, allows you to actually see the on-chain analytics. So what on-chain means that the the activity on the blockchain, because like for anything Web3 related, crypto related, you can see all the activity on the blockchain, right? So Nansen pretty much aggregates all the data, put it, puts it in a beautiful UI and you can see the kind of information. So some of the tools, some of the features that Nansen allows you to do is to see the activity on certain projects or track certain wallets. So if you can see um, a very a rich a whale, I mean, in terms, in terms of finance, they also use the same thing, whales. So if you see big whales buying or making very big purchases on chain, they can come to see about it. So that's how they, they know that, okay, if this guy's buying this particular project, it must be good. You know, it's probably the, the price is going to go up soon and I better get in. So that's one of the ways that people also do it. And is it obvious to a search engine like Google that your website is offering or selling NFTs? Or do you have to use additional scripts or schema, for example, to, to, to mark up certain aspects of your page to demonstrate to Google what it is that you do? That's the thing. I think... Google doesn't really like NFTs or anything Web3 crypto related because, you know, um, you know the YMYL kind of thing. It's, it's so, I think they place a lot of importance, especially even in traditional finance. And it's no, there's no black and white for, for NFTs and crypto at this particular stage. There's no regulatory clarity also at, at all. So I don't even think Google pr- promotes it on, you can't even search for any, any of these. So that, that's the issue. And a lot of them are trying to, they, they don't use particular, you know, proper SEO techniques to try to tell people what their project is about. Aside from the fact that it's an NFT project, you might be able to make money from it. So it's all very financially incentivized. But the, the, on the utility side, they don't tell how it's valuable for people other than making money. I think, I think it was worthwhile taking a bit of a sidetrack there and just getting you to explain a little bit more about other forms of marketing for NFTs and what people generally do. But... Number two of the tips that you were going to share beforehand is have good UI slash UX. Yes. Okay. So in terms of that, I think normally for, 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 you know, like content creators, bloggers, or any sort of website, people try to, you know, you, you, you run, you run your URL through the Google page speed test, um, you know, GT metrics, and then you get to see your speed. And I think page speed is one of the big factors also for, for ranking, especially for mobile. But the thing with NFT companies, a lot of them, Again, they try to be so fancy about it. You know, the, the UI and the UX is so hard to navigate. It looks nice, you know. A lot of them use a lot of fancy animations and so many graphics and everything. But it slows Hopefully down. Flash. The, <laughs> you know, not Flash. Not Flash, but it, it, it's, it slows the website down a lot. Like, even one of the big... I'm not, I'm not going to say the name, but one of the big NFT names that I follow, when I go to that website, it takes a good five to ten seconds to get everything started. I really don't think that's good for, for, for ranking on Google. So, you know, the, the FCP, 
first contentful, contentful pain. It's always a big hero image and, yeah. you know, the, it's very hard to load. And, you know, the moment the FID, you know, first input data is when it takes so long to, for the first interaction and that, that doesn't really help. So my advice is just, you know, don't try to get fancy about it. Give people the information they need to know. You know, you don't have to put fancy graphics or fancy animation. You know, I think people are more interested about what the project is, what the roadmap is, what utility can provide. You know, all that can be done, you know, through information, not just graphics. All the fancy stuff can be left on social media. And number three, use searchable platforms for content distribution. So is that largely what you were sharing earlier on and what I perhaps jumped to? Yep. Okay, so for searchable platforms, I, I identify searchable platforms as YouTube and Google specifically, not even any of the social media platforms, you know, none of that. But the problem is that, for, okay, first of all, a lot of people in NFTs, they like to hold AMAs, so Ask Me Anythings, or basically just Q&As with the community. And they usually do it on Twitter Spaces or on Discord. So the, the thing is, once, so it's, it's like me and you doing this podcast right now. Once it's done, that's it. You, you can't search for it, you know, every, the, all that one hour spent creating that content, all that value inside the content is gone to waste. They don't even clip it up. They don't even distribute it anywhere. So my, my, my first advice is that, you know, hold all this uh, long form podcast on YouTube. Start off, you know, yeah. do a long form video on YouTube, you know, do it, do everything. And then after that, you can you know, extract the audio, put it on podcast websites, you know, Spotify, Apple, whatever. And then, you can you can hold all this like mini AMAs and Q and A's on Twitter and on Discord. You know, at another time, you know, ask them whether they ask the community if they have any other questions. And you can hold that as more like a bonus rather than their main core strategy. Yeah, absolutely, great tip there as well. And that, that's what we do at the Rank Ranger Podcast. The show is published on YouTube as well as the popular podcast platforms. It's also made into a blog post as well. But as you were saying. I like to try and identify long tail questions beforehand. And then there's a, an opportunity, there's a potential there to take that section of the show and to create a specific answer for that that can perhaps be an article by itself. Correct. Yeah. So you've seen all, all this, these strategies are not implemented by most of the NFT companies, even for the companies that I work for. Even when I propose the idea to, to do this, you know, I, I was shot down. They will say, yeah. oh, you know, if we do it on Twitter, all the big names, all the the Twitter crypto influencers will come in, and then they'll be they'll they'll share our clips, and then we'll get more traction. That, that bad badly happens. Each most of this podcast only gets like you know, even for the big names, a few hundred, a few hundred concurrent viewers. But if you put that whole thing on YouTube, you know that that it's it's an evergreen content. It gets searched throughout. Yeah, absolutely. And number four is keyword research. So is keyword research for NFT companies any different? Um, okay, keyword research. That, that's the thing. I don't a lot for when you do when you you use the tool like Ahrefs or as uh, Semrush. You can't really find a lot of keywords in terms of the utility that they're offering because most of the time, the utility uh, features that these NFT projects are offering, you, you don't really know what it is. <laughs> you know that, that's the that's the whole problem about it. So, but there is a lot of um, you know viable keywords around what NFT is and a lot mm -hmm. of, on NFT education. And but a lot of these companies they don't try to do it. NFT projects, a lot of their budget is spent on you know heavily on marketing, and you do it most. I mean, unfortunately, most of it also goes back to the founders. Even though you know they say that uh you know I'm gonna set aside only a little bit for the founders, but a lot of it goes back. So that in term in terms of crypto, that's why people are so untrustworthy now about this industry. 
Yeah, that's a great point there. I love it. Yeah, because what you're basically saying is that um, people don't necessarily necessarily know that um, whatever these companies are trying to promote actually exists out there um, in terms of the, the category of content. It's like um, going back 10 plus years ago before the iPad existed, for example, and trying to market the iPad by using terminology around iPad. You know, people aren't going to search for that, um, but, but they might search for you know, tablets or, or other phraseology or um, other challenges that they have that may be able to be solved by that kind of device. Correct. Like, you know, like going back to the iPad example. So, you know, you will be searching uh, keywords around that, you know, so building a, a topical cluster, I would say, around that. But you, you can't really do that in, you can't really do that in NFTs because the top of the funnel, people don't even know what the project is about. So, and a lot of these pro- uh, founders, they also try to just push out their message on social media and, you know, it, <laughs> they just try to come up with utility that no one else um, finds valuable. So that's the problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, trying to, I guess, dive into a specific example uh, for NFTs, um, if it was NFT art, you, you, you would talk about um, newer types of art or opportunities to invest in, in different areas and keywords in relation to that. So is, is that is that kind of route that you, you'd recommend? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely like, let's say if a company is doing like NFT art, so maybe you, you could write articles even around like, you know, AI art generators, even though you're not trying to do that, but you know, you could you could write an article about it, build a topical cluster around it, build some authority around it, but none of them are doing that. They're, everyone, all these projects are all focused on, okay, uh, selling the NFT itself. They're not concerned about trying to build education around their own project, which I find is very stupid. <laughs> yeah. And number five, building EAT. Yes, okay, so EAT. So although EAT was um was I think it was implemented back in two thousand and seventeen or nineteen if I'm if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So yeah, about about thirty three or four years ago, yeah. About about there. So I was I was listening to Kyle Roof. Like I, I you heard of Kyle Roof? Yes, I don't know him personally. Yeah, from high high voltage SEO. So he was explaining about what EAT is. So in terms of like expertise, you know, uh, one of the things that he recommended was also just are the authors identifiable so is there an auto bio for, for the first for the for you no know, firstly they don't even write articles so <laughs> they don't even do any blog posts so i don't think there's any there's even any authors even about the about us page so the whole thing about nfts in in and web tree itself this whole everyone is so concerned about anonymity so they are always hiding behind an avatar they have they have the nft have their profile picture and nobody knows who they are <laughs> You know, if you're lucky, you get a LinkedIn profile. That's about it. And, and some social and their social media profiles. So in that sense, it, you know, it's, it's not really good even for, for EAT, for, for NFT project. And then for, for authoritativeness, you don't write any articles. You don't write. Google doesn't know what you're authority on. That's the problem. You don't even get backlinks from anyone. No one is, you know, you're not, you're not even collaborating with anyone to get backlinks back to your website. So that's one thing also that's not very good for EAT. And then for trustworthiness, I think for trustworthiness, Google wants to see that your company is a legit company. So that means having a phone number, having a local address, you know, all, all of that. You are not going to find that on an NFT uh, website. Because if you're lucky, if, if, it, if it's, um, you know, if like there are multiple VCs or they are invested in it, 
Yes, they do may they, they may have an, an office, but for the most part, a lot of NFT projects are run by individual people, you know, by a bunch of group of friends coming together. And they're not gonna be bothered of setting up an office or doing any of this <laughs> to build EAT. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately that's not gonna be good for Google because Google's not gonna like that. Great point. Well, let's finish off with the Pareto pickle. So Pareto says that you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. What's one SEO activity you'd recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? I would recommend just doing blog posts, you know, creating content, focusing on content marketing. It's not going to be easy. I mean, it's not going to be the 20% the 20 effort, but just doing that is going to put you leaks ahead on a lot of NFT projects because they just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so I would focus my, a lot of my efforts and recommend a lot of NFT companies focus a lot around education and f on content marketing. The, the challenge is, 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 is that it's, it's hard to get a quick win uh, doing that. I'm not saying it's wrong at all. Uh, I'm just saying that um, nowadays there's so much content out there. It's like you're, you're building the foundations below water uh, before anyone can see what you're doing, actually. So... If you're getting that kind of knockback, maybe from a business leader, from founder of a business to say, look, we're not getting any instant impact from it. There's no point in doing it because we're not getting instant impact. How do you actually justify it? How do you answer that? Well, I think I would say that if you, are, if you prioritize growing and building a solid foundation, you would prioritize this. You wouldn't be trying to look for quick wins because as NFT companies, you, you are already under so much scrutiny. So it, it's your responsibility, uh, you know, as the project founder to try to, you know, show people and show Google that you are an authority on a, and you're trustworthy and that takes work. I've been your host, David Bain. You can find Brendan over at brendanall.com. Brendan, thanks so much for being on the InSearched SEO podcast. Thank you so much, David. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Rank Ranger platform over at rankranger.com. <laughs>